All right. Well, welcome to an episode of Professional Humans, um, COVID edition, I guess. I'm here today with my guest, uh, Rondi Meyer. Did I say your last name right? Yep. We've gone over your first name so many times. I know I said <laughs> your first name right. Uh, Rondi Meyer is a former colleague of mine um, from Go-Kart Labs who helped us find a lot of great people when I was at Go-Kart Labs and is now the manager of talent acquisition at SPS Commerce. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about SPS Commerce or your role there, Rondi? Sure. So, um, uh, so I have a small team. We work on sales roles and customer success. And so for us, for us, uh, customer success means anything basically post sales. So, um, SPS, uh, we are a SaaS company and we work specifically, we create software to be used with supply chain. So if you think about right now, um, automating, ordering, shipping, getting stuff on the shelves, it's been kind of, I think we'll have a different story to tell now after this because having that automated has made it a lot easier for large companies to get stuff on their shelves for folks. So yeah, hardly anybody's thinking about that right now. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's it's, a, it's, that's a good yeah. business to be in right now. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, so we wanted to have a conversation today. We understand that, you know, a lot of people are facing job loss um, because, uh, you know, a lot of companies are, are really, really struggling right now with this pandemic going on. And there's a lot of layoffs. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, so just trying to get a sense of what's happening and, and give people some support as they think specifically about resumes and as they think specifically about working with recruiters. So I know everybody has feelings about recruiters during normal times, and I wonder if that's going to change at all now that we're in absolutely abnormal times. So, Rondi, just want to ask you a few questions about what you're seeing and what advice you have for people who are, uh, find themselves unemployed right now. So just to start off, um, I'm, I'm going to guess that you're seeing a record number of applicants or interest, given that you're in an industry that, that is high in demand um, right now. But what are you seeing out there? Yeah, so we've, as an organization, we've, we've slowed in that area. So from an application standpoint, um, we haven't seen as many um, just by design at the moment. However, we have had a lot of people reach out to us, um, whether it's with other business partners um, outside of SPS that we have relationships with, um, just seeing if we can help some of the people, whether it's people that they've laid off on their team or they have a friend or um, I, I actually have had two conversations today. Uh, one was a former boss of mine who sent somebody over that her company had to lay off and said he was a great person. And so um, had a conversation with that person about, you know, making some connections for them. Um, he's a recruiter. So this is a little bit of a challenging time for even recruiters if they, if they're losing their role. Um, we, I had a, another email just come in today about some, uh, actually a staffing agency that we work with. And, and the person was like, we know, a VP of operations and you know two or three other people that we'd love to put you in contact with. So I'm just having conversations with people. Mm -hmm. um, 
because we might not be bringing on people right at this moment, but you know, I think too, just this is a good time for recruiters to give back because we do have a little more capacity and try to help people make connections. Um, I've gone over resumes with people over the phone just to kind of help with that. And your comment about recruiters, I think that's just an interesting thing. I think um, having you having kind of a sales, right? It's similar where there are good people and bad people in the world doing this work and um, just making sure that you're giving back in these times, I think is important. Um, yeah, so that's really a lot of our team. We're very focused on that is um, just making sure we're talking to people and making yeah. sure we're not just recruiters have just like left the building. Yeah. Is it hard right now? I feel like my social skills are really rapidly declining. <laughs> is it hard <laughs> to stay to stay in touch with people and to motivate yourself to get on those calls? You know, I um, it depends on the day. I mean, I think uh, today has been a good day, even though usually Fridays I'm pretty fried, honestly, right now. But um, sure, it really depends on the day. And then once I actually just have the discipline to schedule the time with the person, once I'm talking to them, the my extroversion comes out and I'm there. But sometimes, mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard because um, you don't know how you can help. But then once you actually start the conversation, you realize, oh, I know somebody that works here that you have an interest in, or um, I know um, this one company is hiring and I can put you in touch with that person. So I think it's kind of like anything that's, um, you like it, but but sometimes it's just like, like if you see you have Zoom calls packed in a day, it's just, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to be really tired at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is tiring. It's tiring to yeah. stay on oh, Zoom. Yeah. What's catching your eye as a recruiter? What are what are people doing? Are they doing anything differently, or or is it the same stuff? And so, I I know. So one disclaimer, even just in general about this conversation, is I'm one recruiter. I've been doing it a long time, but. I have other friends that do this work and we don't have the same opinions. So I think it's, um, I think it has to do with where you work and the type of organizations you work in and kind of your own personality. So I just want to say that, that this is coming from me and I don't want, <laughs> <laughs> I only think about, you know, I have, when I worked at NPR, we were all about cover letters. We were very, you know, you had to have a cover letter and, you know, all that. When I've worked at larger organizations, cover letters are not as valued necessarily. Like if you were to apply to a very large company, I don't think they're getting read. So it's, I think about those types of things that it's as many recruiters there are in the world, the opinions. But back to um, what are people doing? I have said this before. I mean, <laughs> I think you have to make sure you're being meaningful in what you do. And I have definitely seen that right now because I think because a lot of organizations don't have positions posted, they are finding a way to contact you outside of that, which is always happening, but I think it's the main way it's happening right now. So whether it's connecting with somebody that you know might know somebody at a place and seeing if they can make a connection those things really do matter in times like these, especially. Um, I think 
one thing I'll just say about, you know, networking, I, that word is just, I feel like it has a, is its own energy, right? Like, yeah. Um, but always be mindful of networking is go and ask for what you need and ask for what you want. And, but also with the mindset of you would also have what, you know, when you have something to give to, mm -hmm. to make sure that you're doing that as well. So, um, so I think that's a thing that I would give as advice. And I am definitely seeing that more that people are thinking about more creative ways to get in touch with you. Um, and I would say just in general too, with the reach out, if you reach out via LinkedIn or you get someone's email, just be authentic. Just, uh, just say like, hey, I'm really excited about SPS Commerce or whatever, wherever it is, or West Monroe Partners, or, you know, <laughs> Go-Kart Labs, formerly. Um, you know, just not, I just, just try to be your authentic self. I think that's, um, I'm actually writing something right now around being yourself and finding a place that is a good fit for you. Um, and it's about just bringing who you are to work because a lot of times we try to fit into where we are and really it's, we just have to find a place where we fit. Yeah. Or you end you up know. being unhappy if you do that, if you try to fake it. Yeah. Yeah. Are people getting kind of a pass right now if they have been laid off? Cause sometimes that, you know, in normal conditions that raises a flag or, you know, falls under a certain scrutiny, but is it just yeah. not an issue right now? Yeah, I can, I compare it to, you know, like the late, you know, like 2008, 2009-ish mm -hmm. time frame. I think it's similar um, to right now. We know, you know, I, I can't remember what the statistic I read. It was like 30 million people have applied for unemployment in the last 30 days or something. I can't, I don't quote me, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw that yesterday. And it's a uh, lot. That is just astounding honestly and so um yeah I mean I feel like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry if you know if you if you're someone that's been laid off that that's going to be some sort of mark and frankly I'll just tell you in general I I don't actually consider that I mean especially when you work in tech or startups um that can be a lot of the world um, or agency, you know, they lose a big client. Um, so knowing that there's a lot of good talent, that's just, you've just been in a bad situation. Sure. Fair. What are the biggest don'ts of resume writing in your book? So I think this is a do. <laughs> <laughs> you can spend. <laughs> um, I, okay, I can say a don't. Um, do not use the same resume for every position that you apply for. Oh, okay. Um, so this is, this is what I mean. So I would say when you kind of are creating your resume, which if you don't like writing your resume, I don't know anybody that does, so don't worry about that. It's one of those tasks that it's kind of like writing your self-assessment for a performance review. It's like nobody really enjoys doing that work, or maybe they do, I don't know. I know nobody that does like that work, but once you have it done, you're so glad you did it and you like to have that, you know, obviously. So similar with a resume, it's, I always approach it with kind of just do like a brain dump of like all the things you think of that you do. Um, and then almost have a very long resume. And then when you're thinking about the role that you're applying to sort of customize it to some extent. Mm -hmm. um, so 
because really, I mean, you know, I know there are lots of statistics like recruiters look at resumes like for two seconds and they, you know, maybe some do. We, we at SPS, we do look at every resume. <laughs> we're very, it's not a machine. Um, we're doing it. We're looking at it with our eyes. Um, but be thoughtful about even like the way you order your bullets about how it might relate to the job. Because if you can kind of catch it right away about looking at a job description or a job posting and then thinking about what am I submitting as like basically evidence that I can do this job, if you right. think of it like that, um, you know, that is more helpful for recruiters because it's easier to connect the dots. Um, we don't know what you've done unless we have seen it on a resume. Right. <laughs> so, um, so that's just something to keep in mind. I think the other thing with resumes too is it's not a job description on a different format. It's what have you actually done and then thinking about it. Um, how is it contributed? I think in recruiting, it's really easy because we have measures, very objective measures. I think in sales, you have very objective measures. Make sure you get those on there. Um, I think about anything that you can show that you've contributed to an sure. organization. So, so more of your outcomes, that. more of your outcomes, not what you did every day. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's good advice. Um, what don't you see enough of in resumes? Hmm, that's a good question. I know I've had a lot of people ask me questions lately, like, you know, cause I, not right now, but tend to in my role, read a lot of resumes or review a lot of resumes, or I get a, um, people coming to me to ask for help with theirs. And my advice lately has been put something more personal in it. I think that, I think um, employers are looking for that a little bit more, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if I'm accidentally giving people a don't <laughs> when, no, I, no, when I give I, that advice. I think, um, so there's been debate, you know, since I've been a recruiter about a summary or an objective statement or something like that at the, in the front of your resume, you know, just a, just a brief paragraph. And um, I think those are coming back a little bit, especially because, again, um, depends on the company again, but cover letters are less consistent. It's just uh, showing something about yourself and why you're interested. Um, no, I think that's really sound advice. Um, I think, honestly, I mean, I know this might sound really superficial, but just a nice design, a clean easy, easy for me to look at, um, you know, some, and so that part, you know, just that I can, I can see where you worked, when you worked, what you were doing. A lot of times, um, it's very like, what, what was their job? I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> what you were doing. <laughs> right. Or um, I think you can go overboard on that and get too cutesy. Yeah. With it too. Oh, and yeah. And then it's a kind of a turnoff, so. Well, and honestly, I mean, if you're working with um, like a place where you're uploading it, that might not even come through. It might come through as a, as a mess. Yeah. yeah. The, one of the reasons the, that I wanted to talk to you, Rondi, other than just that I love to talk to you, is that I've always thought you were really creative in how you matched people to, to roles. You tend to 
um, think outside the box and, you know, sometimes not match somebody to the role that they're asking for to, but ask them to consider something different that you see as a potential in that person. So what should we know about how a recruiter can, can help us with that? Yeah, I think, so that's something that um, is really, I have a lot of passion around that because, um, you know, I've personally been in the, in looking for roles and I apply to a role and it's like, if I'm not a fit for that exact role, then I'm just out of the running for that company, even though I'm really interested in that company. And so I think that, um, you know, obviously apply to the roles that you think you are most interested in, you think your background aligns with the best, but I would also just be really open when you're having those conversations with recruiters on the front end of, um, this is why I'm interested in the role. I'm also potentially interested in these other things. Um, I know part of it is a trust and relationship, kind of a two, two-sided or two-way um, sort of transparency. And so sometimes you might not have that from the recruiter too. So you have to make sure that, you know, you have to feel comfortable sharing some of that. But for me, when I'm talking to somebody, it's really helpful for me to understand the other roles that they've been applying to because it helps me understand really what they're looking for. I think on the flip side of that, just I would like, when someone is way too, um, you know, when you ask someone like, so tell me, tell me a little bit about like, if you were like, had your ideal role, what are some of the things? And it's like, the answer is, I'm just really open. It, I don't know how to take action from that. You know, it's really hard for me to do that. So I do definitely come across that. And I try to, you know, coach the person like, you know, really, I don't, I mean, I would have someone like, I'd be a great customer success executive, or I'd be a great strategic account executive, like selling. And I'm, and you know, and you might be really good at both of those things, but I, it's hard for me to kind of connect the dots with both of those. Sure. Narrow it down a little. Yeah. Tied into um, what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think I think you'll find just in general when you are more deliberate, you do get what you want. It's like kind of shocking and it's kind of scary, I think, sometimes to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you do get what you want. I mean, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Right. Um, yeah. Cool. So if I, hopefully this knock on wood doesn't happen, if I find myself laid off tomorrow, Saturday, so it's pretty safe that I'm not going to, um, what is your top like one to three tips for me? What are the, the couple of things that I should absolutely go do first? I would take, take a beat and figure out what it is you do well and what you like doing and be really, really thoughtful about that. Mm -hmm. I would um, update your resume. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would send a note to people you, um, kind of your board of directors or whatever you wanna call it, but kind of like the, maybe a few rings out from that too, and let everybody know you are looking. Yep. and what you're looking for and be very specific. Um, but I think 
I think one of the things I found, I've had a, a number of friends that in the last few years have been looking pretty uh, diligently, and I would keep saying to them, like, I know somebody that works there. If you had told me, I would have said something to them, or I would have, you know, made a connection. And it's, I think we're afraid to ask for help. And I just, I just implore the world, we have to help each other. And not just during this time, but in general. Sure. Um, and you know, this is why I'm not afraid to ask for help because I'm, I'm totally willing to help too when I can. Yep. So I think, I think it's being okay to ask for help and ask for people to kind of put in good words for you or see if they can make a connection for you somewhere. Um, yeah. Good. Good advice. Well, I know there are a lot of people looking right now, so um, send us the, the next article that you're working on and we'll, we'll spread it around. But I think uh, these are some really good tips that will help people in their search. So really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Rondi.